0: It's time for the Vegas Golden Knights post-game show. Now, here's Ryan Wallace on the Golden Knights Radio Network.
1: Welcome into the Vegas Golden Knights post-game show. The Golden Knights fall in a heartbreaker 5 to 4 to the Tampa Bay Lightning. Vegas now 28 21-8 uh, and 5. 47 points on the year. Next in action Saturday at noon against the Florida Panthers, a rematch of the Stanley Cup final and the final game for the Golden Knights before the christmas break in the national hockey league to help us break this one down we go back up to the radio booth bringing the voice of the golden knights dan duva and you know what dan what a what a fun hockey game that was like you get two teams that are really good and you get the best out of them for 60 minutes and it's just a, a beautiful product on the ice
2: yeah it's great and you know we we uh Didn't have to really mention too often today. Oh, the Knights are without Theodore, without their goalies. Lightning Mm -hmm. are without Sergachev, for example. You know, even without the full complement of players, that doesn't take away from the caliber of hockey that we saw. It's just players elevating their performance to what again to me and we said it to ben hutton earlier he, he agreed this is playoff like hockey we've seen that in a handful of regular mm-hmm. season games this year it's impossible to manufacture that night in and night out but this was it with with plenty on the line not in terms of the standings because the knights are obviously in first place you know you know lightning with a couple of cups but just you know a lot on the line in in terms of trajectory of season and measuring stick whenever the knights have played the tampa bay lightning they were measuring themselves against a team that was either a cup winner or a cup contender this is the first time where it's the other way around where the lightning who are only a few games above 500 now are measuring themselves Mm -hmm. against the vegas golden knights and they prove themselves to be deserving of the the great accolades they have received over the years it was a strong performance from the lightning you know nikita kucherov you know who knows how this game unfolds if he doesn't take that unsportsmanlike penalty that leads to the vegas power play goal that tied it but you know he is Mm -hmm. clearly one of the best players in hockey and even if he makes a immature mistake like that from time to time you'll take that along with his 57 points to lead the league
1: now, you look at this one, obviously, Yuri Patero, this is his first career NHL loss, but that being said, we're talking about a Tampa Bay Lightning team that is still incredibly good, as you mentioned, Nikita Kucherov, 57 points. What aspects are you are you looking for Yuri to refine going into, assuming he plays uh, Saturday on against the Florida Panthers?
2: Yeah, you know, it, it seemed he was calm and cool. It's almost as if he was going out of his way to be calm and cool, and then in that last mm-hmm. moment he couldn't quite scramble to his right to cover that short side attempt it was the you know the weak side of the ice from where the play began and you know, if he just got caught up in, in himself and couldn't quite track the rebound so it's you know you think about it the team gave up two power play goals uh, and then the early goal the, the one that was at five against five to start the scoring for tampa was a double tip it went off of patio and then it was a redirect goal mm-hmm. At the side of the net for Barry Belay, nothing that Patera could do about that one. To me, if if I'm Patera, unfortunately, the one that's going to burn in my mind is the game winner. The the other goals earlier, you know, he had lost a stick, but he had just made a great save, couldn't get the handoff from White Cloud. You know, that's frustrating, but like, what are you going to (laughs) do? It's the last Mm -hmm. one where you feel he's made a save and then he's got to shift to the other side and was not compact and shifting. and. I'm not Sean Burke, so I couldn't tell you exactly the goaltending technique that you might want to uh, execute there, but what he did obviously didn't work. Unfortunately, that's on the winning goal, and it's the last goal that he gives up, so that's going to stick in his mind, but I'm sure that you know it's a type of save that he's made before, and I'm sure Sean Burke will talk about it with him, but on the whole, you have to be pleased with what Yuri Patera has done. I mean, he did face 36 shots from one of the best offensive teams in the league, and I'd say that, you know, only one of the five goals for the lightning was one where you know maybe a different goaltender would have made a save
1: now when you look at finishing things up on on saturday in florida i mean obviously special teams are going to be a a question mark continuing to go into that game you know i I think when you give the tampa bay lightning a five on three they're going to be able to make plays they're going to find a way and you know it doesn't feel like, again, this is, this is a, a habitual issue, but I do think the Golden Knights need to find a way to have a clean slate with their penalty kill going into Saturday. Right.
2: And, you know, some of it is, as we have talked about, staying out of the box. You know, the Mark Stone's penalty, Barbashev's early penalty, the delay of game by Petrangelo. Some of these are avoidable. You know, the penalty minutes today are, Mm -hmm. you know, about the the fighting and the back and forth stuff. But some of these penalties are avoidable. It's easy to say that in the heat of the moment. You know, it's hard to tell sometimes, you know, Lightning and the Golden Knights today, frankly, got away with plenty Mm -hmm. of things that in other games would have been called. (laughs) So it's hard to judge that from game to game what an official is going to call, what an official is not going to call. Um, and I don't know who the referees will be come Saturday. But, you know, a bottom line is the special teams have been one of the reasons for the Knights' great success this year. Last year it was just mediocre. They were winning because of their even strength play. This year the special teams have really been a bigger part of the story of their success. And you would imagine, you know, they didn't all of a sudden forget how to uh, kill penalties – so, uh, you know, obviously, without Aiden Hill, that is going to be something that he's a big part of. But the rest of the group, uh, I think that uh, it's a it's a slump rather than anything to be overly concerned about.
1: All right, Dan, great stuff on the call as always. Enjoy the rest of your night, and we'll chat on Saturday. Thanks, Ryan. Good night. That is the voice of the Golden Knights, Dan Duva, helping us break down a five four loss to the Tampa Bay Lightning. Vegas now twenty one eight and five forty seven points on the year. Next in action Saturday noon against the florida panthers we're back with more on the postgame show you're listening to the vegas golden knights radio
0: we're back to the vegas golden knights postgame show now here's your host ryan wallace
1: Make sure your gift list includes some gold this holiday season. Visit one of the Vegas Golden Knights official team stores to stock up on 2023 Stanley Cup Championship merchandise, winter classic jerseys and apparel, and other VGK goodies available at the Arsenal, at City National Arena, and other locations, plus online at vegasteamstore.com. It's the VGK postgame show. The Golden Knights fall 5-4 to four to the Tampa Bay Lightning. Vegas 21-8-5, 47 points on the year back-to-back losses in regulation. That's not something that happens typically to the Vegas Golden Knights. But again, it's one of those things where, class of opponent, you're going against really good hockey teams. Carolina on Tuesday, Tampa Bay tonight. uh, You're not going to be able to just go out there and win every single game because you feel like you have the better team. The other other team has a a say in it, and Tampa Bay really did their part in that second period to kind of draw the Golden Knights in to take penalties. And then they broke the game wide open. The post-game injury report is brought to you by UMC, the exclusive hospital of the Vegas Golden Knights. No Aiden Hill, day-to-day, lower body injury. No Logan Thompson, day-to-day, upper body injury. Logan played Tuesday night against the Carolina Hurricanes. But it's now day-to-day. So you've got Erie Patera, you've got Isaiah Seville, That's what it is right now for the Golden Knights. We don't know how long that's going to be the case. We don't know if it's going to be an extended run with Yuri Patera and Isaiah Seville. But we do know that that is the outlook right now for the Golden Knights in terms of their available goaltenders and who they will have on a night-to-night basis. However, just one more game before the Christmas break in the National Hockey League. And frankly, I think the Golden Knights could use that break. They look to me, like a team that has played a ton of hockey in 2023, and I think a couple of days of just getting away from things really could help them out. Let's take a look at the highlights in this game. We go back to the first period, and you know, the Golden Knights looked much better early on as they had their legs and did a lot of good in the offensive zone. They also scored first as Jonathan Marchessault hammered home a rebound.
2: One-handed out high. Stevenson from McNabb. Shoots. Rebound. Score! Marchessault. Jonathan right near the crease. Perfect position for the rebound goal.
1: Sixteenth goal of the year for Jonathan Marchus from Paul Cotter and Braden McNabb. Eleven forty 40 of the first period made it one to nothing. Vegas. And the Golden Knights would add to their lead when Mark Stone set up a laser from Ivan Barbashev.
2: Stone at center, ladles it in. Eichel after it collides with Hedman. Stone finds it with Barbashev. Center, Barbashev, he scores! Ivan Barbashev beats Andre Vasilevsky. 2-0 Golden Knights.
1: Ninth goal of the year for Ivan Barbashev from Mark Stone and Jack Eichel. 16:58 of the first period made it 2-0. Vegas, the Golden Knights would take that 2-0 lead into the second period, and they started the second strong with a couple of great looks on the power play, but the lightning would get on the board when a broken play led to Alex Barry Boulez's sixth goal of the year.
2: Lefty, sliding, shooting, wide right, Chernak pinches down the boards to take the rebound. Right goal line. Slides it behind Barry Boulay. Around to the left. To the point for a drive. Tip score! (laughs) Victor Hedman sets up Alex Barry Boulay. Redirect at the left post. Pretty goal. Lightning are on the board and trail the Knights 2-1
3: with 11.35 to go in the second period.
1: That goal from Alex Barry Boulay made it 2-1 Vegas, but let's hear from Bruce Cassidy.
3: We're going to... Take the good from it. Obviously, we, you know, we have to address what we need to do better. And these some of these periods that are getting away from us happened in Carolina the other night, happened tonight. We're too veteran a group to be able to let like a, you know, they score a five-on-three goal. I mean, they're a great power play. They make a good play, but it shouldn't snowball into it, you know, into a two-goal deficit for us. we got to be able to put the brakes on that, get back to our game, um, bend but don't break, so to speak. And um, we weren't able to do that. We weren't able to in Carolina the other night. So that's a concerning thing that to me is just a mental thing that our our, our top guys and leaders have to fix in game.
4: How do you approach that?
3: Well, I'm one of the leaders, so I've got to make sure I send the right message and um, get the guys focused in the right spot. But it's on them too. This is going to happen. Tough times of year where you know, crowd, you know, especially on the road. And you're going to have to be able to play through it and just keep your composure and stick to the, take care of the details and manage the puck and little things that doesn't allow them to get back in the game. So I don't think there were massive breakdowns. I just thought we got outworked in the slot on a couple of goals where we're typically very good and hard to play against. And for a stretch tonight, we weren't.
4: What positives do you want them to take into Sunrise?
3: Well, how we played in the, the the third, I thought our gaps were better in the neutral zone. We were on our toes, created some, some loose puck situations we were able to transition back and get them on their heels and uh, we're pretty good when we do that because we use everybody we have four lines that, that can generate some offense and get some looks so um, you know instead of sagging back even the last goal right we, we kind of were a little loose there not loose but you know I, I, we could have been more assertive on their entry and maybe there is no shot and rebound but at the end of the day that that's how it ended but for the most part we were much better in the third that.
1: That was Bruce Cassidy as he addressed the media after tonight's 5-4 loss. We pick back up in the highlights. Alex Barry boulay scored his sixth goal of the year from Victor Hedman and Connor Sheary, 8-25 of the second period, made it 2-1 Vegas. Then the Golden Knights would get into penalty trouble as Tampa found themselves with a two-man advantage. They tied the game on Nikita Kucherov's power play goal. Hedman again to the left, Stamkos. Hedman once more, fakes, shoots, stick save. Patera loses his
2: stick, White Cloud tries to hand it back to him, on the right, score! Kucherov! Tie game, 2-2, 4-0-5
1: to play. 23rd goal of the year for Nikita Kucherov from Steven Stamkos and Victor. Hedman, 15-55 in the second period, made it 2-2, a power play goal, and the Lightning remained on the power play and took the lead on Braden Point's power play goal. Stone had been in
2: the box before. Here's the centering pass, jam shot, score! Tampa takes a 3-2 lead. Alec Martinez was trying to knock the loose puck away from the right side of the crease. But he might have put it
1: into the goal. Braden Point leads the celebration line. Power play goals just seconds apart. And this game is flipped. 15th goal of the year for Braden Point from Nick Paul and Nikita Kucherov. 16-28 of the second period. made it 3-2 Tampa. And then they added to their lead as Braden Point picked up his second goal in three minutes.
2: Bolts back in. Eichel challenges Point. Puck to the outside right wing. Gucherov centered. Straight on. No! Off the post. Rebound. Score! Point. And it's 4-2 Tampa Bay. Middle 10 to go in the second.
1: 16th goal of the year for Braden Point from Nick Paul and Nikita Kucherov, Eighteen-fifty of the second period, made it 4-2 to Tampa. So we'd head to the third period and the Golden Knights would get a look early in the third on the power play when Nikita Kucherov was called for unsportsmanlike conduct. Vegas wasted little time as Jonathan Marchessault scored to make it a one-goal game.
2: Petrangelo around to the right wing side. Right circle Eichel drops it down low. Quick stick score! Jonathan Marchessault, set up by William Carlson. It's a one-goal game. The Knights trail 4-3, 14-29 to go in the third. Power play goal.
1: Power play goal for Jonathan Marchessault. his 17th of the year, second of the game from William Carlson. And Jack Eichel, Five thirty-one of the third period, made it 4-3. Tampa and the Golden Knights would tie the game midway through the period when Paul Cotter ripped a shot post and in
2: right point now to the left here's McNabb into the middle Hutton looking now to McNabb at the half wall into the high slot Cotter shoots and scores off the left post and home Paul Cotter ties it 4-4 10 16 to go third period
1: Paul Cotter's fifth goal of the year from Braden McNabb at Ben Hutton 9 44 the third period tied the game at four and we looked destined for overtime, but the Lightning had other plans as Nick Paul scored with just over a minute left.
2: Minute 19 to go. Braden Point comes in. Going to wide right. Point shoots. Kicked out. Rebound shot. Score! Patera couldn't get back to the far side. Nick Paul from near the left corner
0: puts Tampa Bay on top 5-4.
1: Nick Paul, his 11th of the year from Victor Hedman and Braden Point, 18-47 of the third period, made it 5-4 Tampa. The Golden Knights would have just a minute to work with. They would pull Yuri Patera for the extra attacker, had a couple of chances late. Andre Vasilevsky shut the door, and all that was left was the final call.
2: they will do it again. Three seconds left. Right circle draw. Nick Watt wins it. Petrangelo shoots. It's blocked. And a rebound knocked away. The game is over. Tampa Bay defeats Vegas 5-4 in one of the most entertaining hockey games of the season. The home team pulls
1: it off. 5-4 the final. The Tampa Bay Lightning defeat the Vegas Golden Knights, handing Vegas their second consecutive loss in regulation. Vegas now 21-8-5, 47 points on the year. As we've mentioned, next in action Saturday at 12 p.m. against the Florida Panthers a rematch of the Stanley Cup Final. And for the Golden Knights, this one stings because you, you look at that late goal, minute and 10 seconds left, you, you lament those, right? Because it feels like at least a point slipped away. And, and you can make the argument one way or another that the Golden Knights maybe let points slip away in the second period, but I thought their battle, their compete specifically there in the third period was really where it needed to be. And they got themselves right back in it. They got themselves back into the game, which is not something that we saw Tuesday against the Carolina Hurricanes. So all things considered, the Golden Knights put in a solid effort for the most part tonight and fall up, ju- fall just one goal short, or you look at it a different way. Andre Vasilevsky, who is an elite goaltender, who is a Vesna caliber goaltender, just one save better than Yuri Patera, who's in his fourth game in the National Hockey League. We're back with more on the postgame show. You're listening to the Vegas Golden Knights Radio Network.
3: I'm Chandler Stevenson, and you're listening to the Vegas Golden Knights Radio Network.
1: Welcome back to the VGK Postgame Show. The Golden Knights fall 5-4 to to the Tampa Bay Lightning. Vegas 21-8-5, 47 points on the year. One more game before the Christmas break in the National Hockey League. That's three days to just get away from everything, to enjoy the holiday with your family. And I think, truly, that the Golden Knights could use a little bit of time away from the rink. Because you're talking about 34 games through tonight. 35 games before that break. That is a lot of hockey. That is a condensed period of hockey that the Golden Knights have played. It's a lot of games that they have played. A lot of travel that they have had to deal with. And yet, none of that is ever taken into account. And I I, I don't understand why. So... Just kind of pulling some some ideas, some thoughts to mind that, that came up for me. Um, Yes, we want the Golden Knights' penalty kill to be better. 100%. Now, through the first 31 games, the Golden Knights had allowed just 11 power play goals against. That's it. That's all they allowed. That's elite. Like, second in the National Hockey League on the penalty kill, elite. And yet, three games happen... One against the Ottawa Senators in which Aiden Hill gets hurt on that first power play goal. And essentially the first shot or two that Logan Thompson faces are power play shots. And then the the rest of the game, the Golden Knights clean it up on the penalty kill. And it's, a, it's fine. They have a dud in terms of the penalty kill in Carolina. And then tonight, you're like, okay, got to be better on the penalty kill. Two for four. Tampa Bay Lightning went two for four on the power play. Both of those goals, centering around a 5-on-3 when Mark Stone's in the penalty box, Nick Waugh's in the penalty box, Alex Petrangelo's in the penalty box. Like, you want your penalty kill to come through for you, but in any other situation, you're looking at a 5-on-3, you're going to have Mark Stone on the ice, you're going to have Alex Petrangelo on the ice, and you're going to have Braden McNabb on the ice. You only had one of those players available in the five-on-three situation. So circumstances, situations matter here. When you're, when you're blanketly talking about how this team needs to be better, and they're not good enough on, the, on special teams, and it's not getting the job done, yes, you're absolutely right, but context matters. It's important, and that's why you need to view things as they are, and not just look at what the stats tell you is going on. That that's that's where I'm coming from. Now, we have a text line. 702 876 1340. That's the text line. I want to get to a text that I got right now. And, and this is the best place to go for initial reaction. Right? Like it, as soon as the game's over and you are steaming mad or you're really happy, whatever the case may be. I want you to go to the text line. Hit us up 702-876-1340. I'm going through them every single game. I'm going through them every single postgame, and I'm trying to pick some some texts that, that are interesting for different reasons. This one comes in from our buddy Sal. Sal calls in generally to the postgame show, and I found this to be interesting. Here's the text. This team doesn't have the aura or the feel of a championship team. Yeah, they're good, but this road trip worried me for a week ag- from a week ago, and the worst fears are coming true. I expect a blowout loss on Saturday, 4-0 to Florida, and then they can regroup after Christmas and hope to right the ship. I don't know that I can disagree with something more. Going on the road and playing Carolina, who at the beginning of the year, everyone expected to be in the top spot in the Metropolitan Division. Then you go to Tampa, who is just a couple of years removed from three straight, three straight appearances in a Stanley Cup final, winning two of them. And then you have a rematch against Florida, who's been phenomenal this year. And it's a rematch of the Stanley Cup Final. We're talking about elite teams here. right? Like, I know what the record is for Tampa. I know that they haven't gained a lot of traction. A lot of that has to do with the fact that Andre Vasilevsky's only played 12 games for them this year. But they're still an elite hockey team. The Tampa Bay Lightning are still really, really good. And just because the Golden Knights are losing games or have lost games... In December you don't win a championship here and and I would even I would go so far as to say that I remember doing shows last year well really This year, at the beginning of this year, January of this year, I remember doing shows on a road trip for the Golden Knights where they could not put a win together. They were playing well, they were getting better, but they just couldn't find the handle on some victories going into the bye week. And I remember getting those messages exactly at that time too. Because the only thing we're looking at here is wins and losses. Right. The only thing that, that anyone is, is focused in on right now is how many times the Golden Knights go out and dominate an opponent. It's not an easy thing to do to dominate a team, or any team for that matter, when you are defending Stanley Cup champions. John Cooper spoke a lot today about how you have to manage expectations and you have to find different ways because you get everyone's best every single night. There are no nights off when you're the champion. And yet we overvalue wins and we overvalue losses and I just don't understand that. I'm sorry. We undervalue wins and overvalue losses. And and here's the thing. I remember doing three games in a row, three post games in a row, where I had to sit there and I had to listen that the Golden Knights aren't a championship caliber team and who knows what's going to happen when they return from the bye week. And oh my goodness, I can't believe that this is what's happening. And wouldn't you know, wouldn't you know, the Golden Knights went on an absolute tear to end the season and won the Stanley Cup. You cannot tell right now if a team has a championship aura about them. You just can't. That is earned in April, May, and June. Period. Full stop. And if we sit here and we judge the Golden Knights by a three-game sample size, well then, bo- by gosh, they might, ju- they might not even make the playoffs. I just don't get it. I really don't get it. We're back to wrap it up next on the post-game
0: show. You're listening to
1: the Vegas Golden Knights Radio Network.
0: We're back to the Vegas Golden Knights post-game show. Now, here's your host, Ryan Wallace.
1: Welcome back to the VGK post-game show. The Golden Knights fall 5-4 to, to the Tampa Bay Lightning in regulation. That's the one that, that's that's the part of it that hurts. Nick Paul scored with a minute and 13 seconds left to win the game for Tampa Vegas. Now 21-8 and 5 47 points on the year next in action Saturday at noon. Against the Florida Panthers, tonight's game recap is brought to you by Universal Windows and Solar. Strong first period for the Golden Knights, jumped out to a 2-0 lead. And then the penalty trouble hit Vegas in the second period, late in the second period specifically, to the tune of allowing two power play goals and then going into the third period down two goals the Golden Knights. We're in a bit of a hole, but they've battled back. They get a power play goal of their own off of a unsportsmanlike conduct penalty to Nikita Kucherov, and then Paul Cotter ties the game. It looked like we were hitting overtime, but Nick Paul gets the winner with just over a minute left, and the Golden Knights get nothing out of a game that truly, I believe, they deserved something. That's going to do it for us here on the PGK Postgame Show. Extended Postgame Show is next. You're listening to the Vegas Golden Knights Radio Network.
0: It's the Extended Vegas Golden Knights Post Game Show on Fox Sports Las Vegas, 98.9 FM and 1340 AM. Let your voice be heard by calling in at 702-876-1340. Now here's your host, Ryan Wallace.
1: Extended Post Game Show, Fox Sports Las Vegas. 5-4, the Tampa Bay Lightning defeat the Vegas Golden Knights in regulation. A wildly entertaining game. I would suppose if you're not a fan. Like, I thought the game was phenomenal. It was so good back and forth. Two elite hockey teams throwing punches at one another, absorbing punches from one another, and it felt like we were robbed of something here. And not to say, like, three-on-three overtime is anything special because it hasn't been this season for anybody in the National Hockey League, but I do feel like we were robbed of some extra hockey, and who knows, the way nikita kucherov was going the way jack eichel was going uh, that would have been something pretty special 702-876-1340 is the number 702-876-1340 we'd love to hear from you it's your post game show i always say that you can also give us a uh, a text 702-876-1340 same number there let's go out to the phones line number one mike you're with us how's it going
5: oh hi yeah i wasn't on hold there for a moment The um, this is a game of two two tails in my opinion. I've got a half full glass and a half empty glass. So let me talk about the half empty, if I may, get that out of the way right away. When a team knows, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold
1: on, hold on, Mike, have I ever have I ever been in a position where I didn't allow you to go half empty?
5: (laughs) No, it would be a first at for darn sure. Uh And that's why I call, because I know you'll treat Mm. everybody fairly. Sometimes you get exasperated, even with me, but that's okay. Been there, done that, as they say. Mm. Now, Mm. the thing is, when you go into a game and you know you're at a deficit in goal, so let's say your starting pitching is a mess, your quarterback is uh, second string or third string, we've talked about this, you've got to ramp up at every other position, to keep things from happening to that individual. And we didn't do that in the second period for a minute. And that's all it takes is a few minutes of lapse, And all of a sudden, you're down.
1: Well, yeah, but I mean, you're talking about a five-on-three to the Tampa Bay Lightning. It wasn't defensive breakdowns. It was a power play that's second best in the National Hockey League, taking advantage of the fact that Mark Stone, one of your best penalty killers, was sitting in the penalty box. Nick Waugh, one of your best penalty killers, is sitting in the penalty box. And Alex Petrangelo, one of your best penalty killers, is sitting in the penalty box.
5: Oh, that, that goal is understandable. I'm talking about the barrage of goals, including Patrick Laine, who I would love to have. Anytime you want to give me Patrick Laine, just line me up. I'm ready. But I think he's an outstanding player. Uh, The truth is we played a a great team, and it it proved again, too, let me say this before I do the half-full comparison. We played Mm -hmm. uh, well enough to win. We played well, certainly well enough to get a point. And it proved again and again and again that this team sport called hockey, the National Hockey League, has no sure things. On either side, now that San Jose has decided to join the club, there is no sure thing anymore. So you go into every game not knowing what's going to happen, which I love about the National Mm -hmm. Hockey League, and I'm sure many of the people, even frustrated, love it too. Now here's something that I did this afternoon, and when you have a little extra time on your hands, this is the kind of thing that you do. I looked at what we are trying to build here. We're trying to build a dynasty. That's what Coach Cassidy talks about, a dynastic team one that just doesn't hit and run and win one cup and then disappear. You could say for the sake of argument that we could throw out the Tampa Bay team of the 2020s only because they won one of their Stanley Cups with a 56-game schedule. So if we threw that out just for the sake of -hmm. this discussion, we could go back to the Pittsburgh Penguins of 16 to 18, or 15 to 17 actually. For two consecutive years, they won the Cup, and then in the third mm-hmm. year, they had 100 points and lost to the eventual champion, Capitals, in the second round. Mm-hmm. That, to me, is the mm-hmm. kind of dynasty I would love to be a part of, even as a fan. When we woke up this morning on December 21, which I think is a benchmark day, it's the first day of winter, the VGK record was 21-7-5. and when the mm-hmm. Penguins woke up on December 21 of 2016 in the middle of their second consecutive Stanley Cup, you know what their record was at that moment?
1: I don't know, but I think you're going to tell me.
5: I sure am. They played exactly mm-hmm. the same number of games, which was 21-7-5 and 5 is what we were up until this loss. And that's a total of mm-hmm. 33 games. They had also played 33 games. And their record was 21, 7, and 5. You can't write this wow. stuff. It, it just proves... That's proved... wild. <laughs> what? I said that's wild. It's wild. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. And it proves that whatever your record is in December doesn't mean squat. And so, uh, you know, that's the glass half full. Sure, we're frustrated. And I'm sure Pittsburgh at that particular time was frustrated that they weren't doing better. But here we are, exactly the same record on the first day of winter, and let's see where we go from there.
1: Yeah, no, thanks. Thanks for the call, Mike. Um, You know, I I wouldn't classify, and this is going to be like a hot take, I guess. I don't know. I think three three championships in a row is is like the qualifier for a for a dynasty. Um, I think you have to win more than two in a row. Like two in a row back to back, like you're you're on the cusp of something pretty special. But like three in a row, that's when you can like put that word dynasty um, into into use. Um, but I, I think that it's an interesting parallel that, the, you know, the Pittsburgh Penguins, uh, the last team before the Tampa Bay Lightning, won back-to-back Stanley Cup chance, Stanley Cups, that, that they had the exact same record in that second year as the Vegas Golden Knights. Things turned out pretty well for them. So, you know, hopefully you can kind of go on that. And, um, you know, again, I, I think that trying to determine what a team is right now is is ridiculous like we know the Golden Knights are a good team we're pretty sure that they're going to make the playoffs and that's the goal for everybody right is to make the playoffs and then hopefully you get healthier hopefully you're clicking on all cylinders and hopefully you play your best hockey in April May and June and not November December January And, and that's something that we saw last season too that the Golden Knights weren't playing their best hockey in December January but they did for the rest of the year. So we'll see how that shakes out. Thanks for the call, Mike. Stephanie, line two. How's it going?
4: I'm doing okay. How are you doing, Ryan? Oh, I'm good. Uh, I'm feeling a little bit better because I just saw the um, the Dallas Stars beat the Canucks, so that's, that's good for us. Mm-hmm. Um, up at the the top of the Pacific Division, um, I... Now it's gonna happen, we're gonna lose games, and we've gotten so spoiled this year that those have been so few and far between. It's going to happen, and like, this isn't even a game that I feel like I can be angry we lost. Like, that second period was rough, and if the third period had continued on like the second period, I might be angry about it, and I may be like, we could have definitely done better, but they fought back, they clawed back in the third period, and it just wasn't there tonight. Like, the bounces weren't going our way, and it's, it's going to happen, and we're mm-hmm. moving on to Saturday.
1: Yeah, I, I think, again, you, you go through 82 games, you're going to have stretches where you're, you're not picking up wins, and, you know, I, I, I said at the beginning of the year, right, Golden Knights were 11-0-1, I was banging this drum, they are going to have stretches where they are playing better than they did to start the year, and they're going to lose. They're going to have stretches where they're playing poorly, and they're going to win. And then there's going to be something of a mixed bag. Tonight feels like the mixed bag in which I thought they played well enough to win or at least get a point. And unfortunately, hockey can, can break your heart sometimes.
4: Yeah, I think that was the biggest disappointment tonight was that they fought back so hard yeah. after that awful second period and didn't get a point by a couple minutes. Um I it is what it is, right? That's why it's so yep. important that every win that they've had since the beginning of the year counts just as much as every win that counts after today.
1: Yeah, absolutely right there Stephanie. Thanks so much for the call. I appreciate it. 702-876-1340 is the number. It's always funny when I open up and invite the the phone number that there's so much chatter and there's so much griping that I see on social media, even on the text line, I'll be honest. There's there's a lot of griping on the text line. And yet no one ever calls in. Like I, I don't understand that. Like, if you if you're not happy with a Stanley Cup champion team going twenty one, eight and five through their first thirty four games, tell me why. Call up. Now is your chance. 702 876 1340. That's the number. If you'd like to join us on the other side of the break, it's the Extended Post Game Show, Fox Sports, Las Vegas.
0: Back to your calls on the Extended Vegas Golden Knights Post Game Show. Here's Ryan Wallace. Hey, extended
1: Post Game Show, Fox Sports, Las Vegas. 702 876 1340. That's the number. You can always give us a call or you can hit us on the text line. Same number, 702 876 1340. While I'm waiting for everybody to dial in with their complaints, I'm going to hit some texts. Caden Stevenson, unfortunate loss after fighting back to tie up the game. Great fight by Barbashev. Love the physicality compared to the game against the Canes. I agree with you, Caden. I thought the fight was fantastic. Here's my issue, though. And and it's it's tough, right, because like I, I don't look at that fight as as being kind of the, the straw that broke the camel's back or anything like that. Like, I don't necessarily buy into the idea that a fight can change momentum in a game, though if you look at it, it, it kind of did, in that the fight happened, Mark Stone took a penalty, Nick Waugh took a penalty, Alex Petrangelo took a penalty, all in like a two-and-a-half, three-minute window, and then the Tampa Bay Lightning scored two goals to go from trailing two to one to up three to two late in the second period. Um, I saw some idea, like some, some discourse about being undisciplined, like the Mark stone tripping penalty. He gets a great chance and his stick just gets into the legs of Anthony Sorelli. Like I, I don't look at that as a, as a discipline penalty so much as unfortunate, right? Like his stick is there because that's where his stick was. Sorelli, jumps into that space and it's a penalty. Petrangelo delay the, delaying delaying a game like you know Yuri Patera just made a save he's on the he's on a penalty kill trying to make a play and the puck just hits his stick goes out of out of, out of play like it's not the same as you know just deciding you're not going to move your feet and slashing a guy or hacking at a guy or or anything like that. So you know it is what it is but I do think that that fight got Tampa going and Even though Ivan Barbashev handled Brandon Hagel in that, I think that that was a big moment in this game. So I'm with you. I like the fact that it was a bit more physical. You're going to get that with Tampa. They're a physical hockey team. A pain in the butt to play against. Mike Lawrence said the most exciting game of the year. I don't know that I disagree. That was a phenomenal hockey game. If you love hockey, like if you love hockey, you're going to want to watch that one probably again. If you're a Golden Knights fan, it's going to be stressful if you're a Tampa Bay Lightning fan. It's going to be stressful, but there's a payoff. But if you just love hockey, neutral observer, you want every single game that you watch to be like that game that we just saw. Joey Zamboni, total heartbreaker for sure. They did a good job coming back. Bolts are still powerful. Yeah, they are. It's wild, right? A team that that has won 3, you know, that has won 2 Stanley Cups and been to 3 straight finals it's hard to believe that they're just still good, but they are still good, and they've got one of the best goaltenders in the world in Andre Vasilevsky. And as he gets better and more settled into and more comfortable uh, coming back off of an injury, I think the Tampa Bay is going to absolutely take off here. So uh, something to keep an eye on. Mike McMahon, much better effort tonight. Some crap luck in the third period. Yeah, that's fair to a degree. I, I mean, I think the, the the crappier luck happened in the, in the second period, to be honest. Just kind of the 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 sequence of plays that led to the Golden Knights leading in a hockey game to trailing in a hockey game to it snowballing on them in the second period. So, but I, I like the resolve in the third period from the Golden Knights, their ability to come back. Uh, let's get to some more text. Let me see. And everybody everybody wants to text in these days. No one wants to call in. I don't I don't understand that. It's weird to me. Um, great game. This is from Josh. Great game, heartbreaking loss I hope they treat the goalie situation with Patera and Seville like they do With Hill and Thompson, try to split it Close to the middle, give the untested Guys some reps and see what happens That's a really interesting take Josh Because I wonder If Bruce Cassidy is going to Look to get Isaiah Seville into a game Now listen, here's the deal Do I think Isaiah Seville Should play Saturday in Florida Against the Panthers I don't I think that's a big ask for the guy going into his first ever National Hockey League game. I think it's a big ask. Now, that being said, if Logan Thompson's not available and Aiden Hill's not available coming out of the Christmas break, then I think in that back-to-back scenario, you go Isaiah Seville in Anaheim and you go Vegas and you go Los Angeles, Yuri Patera. So I think that if... If you don't get Logan or Aiden back coming out of the Christmas break, I think Isaiah Seville gets that first game back in Anaheim against the Ducks. That would be his first career NHL start. Rita. Oh, Rita. I always wish you'd call, but hey, I'll take a text any day. How much do you think having Kolasar would have helped in this physical of a game? I think... Keaton Colasar is an important piece to this to this hockey team. I just do. I, I think there are things that he does on a night-to-night basis that go unnoticed. And I think that when you don't have the identity of that fourth line as it usually would be, Carrier, Wah, Colasar, puck possession, offensive zone time, grinding teams out, hitting, hitting, hitting. When you don't have that, you lose something. And you know, I, I think that that was a missed opportunity in Carolina because you could have manhandled that team to a degree, especially ratcheting up the physicality there. And I think tonight against Tampa, Tampa Bay wants to be bullies. That's what they do best. That's when they're at their best. And, you know, Keegan Colasar, he was kind of involved in that melee last season in Tampa when all five players were given, uh, all five players aside were given misconducts and kicked out of the game. Um, I, I think you're right on the money there. I think Keegan Colasar is a really important piece and I don't know that a lot of people really understand that and really get how important he is to this hockey club and what makes the Golden Knights such a a contender in the National Hockey League. We're back to wrap it up next on the Extended Postgame Show, Fox Sports, Las Vegas.
0: Back to your calls on the Extended Vegas Golden Knights Postgame Show. Here's Ryan Wallace.
1: Wrapping it up here on the extended post-game show fox sports las vegas five to four the final the tampa bay lightning defeat the vegas golden knights vegas 21 8 and 5 47 points on the year next in action saturday 12 o'clock against the florida panthers a rematch of the stanley cup final and i think there are some positives to pull out of this one for the golden knights i like that resolve in the third period certainly you want to cl- clean up special teams a little bit more as you go into that game but really for vegas it's about finding something in Florida trying to come away with two points and then getting away from hockey, getting away from it all, getting to the Christmas break. This team, in my opinion, needs that break because they have played a lot of hockey. And I'm not just talking about the first part of this season. I'm talking about what they accomplished last year. 2023, the calendar year, has been condensed. It has been a lot. And I think for the Golden Knights, they would benefit from just a couple of days away from the rink that's going to do it for me here on the extended post game show thanks to jared justice back in the studio making sure we're on the air making sure everything sounds great thanks to you our listeners and our callers it is your post game show it's not as much fun without your calls your texts and your input until saturday have a great night everybody we'll talk to you right here on the vegas on